Internet Explorer is a podcast that contains adult themes, such as the adult and mature connection between a man and a dog in a competitive man-dog dancing competition. What's a competitive man-dog dancing competition? Do you dance like partners dancing, like Dancing with the Stars, or is it like a sort of uh, Michael Jackson bad, like you dance right up against it, like dance battle style? Wait, I've never shown you my YouTube playlist of competitive dog dancing? <laughs> no! So, like, in, like, parts of, like, the southwest of America, like New Mexico, Arizona, there's, like, competitions where men ballroom dance with, like, beautiful golden retrievers and Labradors that are dressed like flamenco dancers. (laughs) And it's, like, competitive man-dog dancing. So, like that, our podcast is mature and sophisticated (laughs) and uh, a little animalistic at times, but I think, you know, we keep it professional. Wow. Hello, and welcome to an episode of BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer. I'm Ryan Broderick. I'm Katie Natopoulos. Hello. Hello. How are you, Katie? How you doing? Are you doing good today? I'm good. I'm doing good today. How are you, Ryan? I'm really good, and I'm excited because we're trying out a new segment today before we really get into things, because we just realized that YouTube keeps track of all the dumb crap that you listen to during the day. If, if I'm correct, it doesn't look like it's actually doing it chronologically. This is just like random videos that we've watched in the recent past. If you're like logged in to YouTube slash Google, whatever, at first it'll be like some recommendations for you. That's the first line. There's like five videos. And then the next line down says, watch it again. And those are videos that at some point in your life you have watched and it is just randomly serving them up to you again. Like, hey, you might enjoy this a second time. (laughs) And it's an extremely bizarre assortment of videos. Right. So this segment is called Watch It Again Again. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ryan, what do you have on your Watch It Again list? On my Watch It Again list, I have a music video by the Korean pop band EXO, and the song is called Wolf. I've got an air horn DJ sound effect. A video called Anime Skeleton. I don't really remember exactly what that is. Okay. And then the fourth one on the list is... <laughs> it's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. One of my favorite mashups of all time. It is a mashup of Limp Biscuit and Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles. <laughs> So if you that's ever good. wanted to look into my uh, my life, that's 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 it in four videos. What's on yours, Katie? What's on your list? The first one is a Carly Rae Jepsen song uh, from okay. her new album. Then I have the classic viral video, Zombie Kid Likes Turtles. Back here live at the Waterfront Village with my friend, the zombie, Jonathan. You're looking good. Jonathan just got an awesome face paint job. What do you think? I like turtles. All right. <laughs> zombie. Okay. It's eight years old. Right. Um, but it's I still love it. <laughs> I have my favorite Adam Sandler comedy skit that's like from one of his comedy albums. What's the skit? It's called Sid and Alex. 
Hello. Hey, Sid. It's Alex. Just calling to wish you a happy birthday, man. And I recommend to everyone that you listen to this in its entirety. The premise is that Adam Sandler is calling up his friend to thank him for a birthday gift. And um, he keeps asking him if he can fuck the gift. And for some reason, it's, it's really, really funny. Can I fuck it? He already asked me that. If I take it apart, are there individual parts that I can fuck? I don't think so. Fair enough. The uh, viral video slash song called Christian Side Hug. Oh, God, yes. I know Christian Side Hug. (laughs) So it's like a rap, um, and it's a performance by this Christian rap group. And the idea is that, like, if you are a very particular kind of conservative Christian that you don't think that boys and girls should be hugging each other because it's too I mean, sexual. I, I do. I think that it, it's right. a bad idea when gen, when people of different genders touch. Right. And so the way that if you wanted to like show your friend that you wanted to give them a hug, you would give them a side hug, like sort of put your arm around them sideways instead of hugging, you know, genitals to genitals. So it's this rap group at some sort of like Christian music performance doing a rap about how it's awesome to do the Christian side. So we actually sent uh, our producer Julia out to ask people to share with us their YouTube watch it again section. My watch it again is really embarrassing. It's a bunch of meme videos and then Macklemore and Ryan Lewis's same love. <laughs> oh, and there's Jason Derulo's trumpets too. And I have some really funny Star Trek <laughs> videos as well. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Dr. McCoy, I believe you're enjoying all this. Indeed, Captain. I've never seen him look so happy. Shut up. This is actually very telling of the things that I watch late at night when I go to bed. I watch a lot of makeup tutorials <laughs> for some reason. So it's a lot of Britney Spears. Oh, you know why they recommended me this? Is I was watching The Slave for You from the VMAs in 2001, the snake performance, which is one of the best videos of all time. Madonna, because I'm gay, I guess. A woman uh, speaking through a relaxing haircut. I think I'm kind of basic. Am I basic? I think that's the key takeaway from this, is how basic my YouTube tastes are. You're on YouTube. What are you watching right now? Right now, what you watching? I'm watching Mr. Rogers shows how people make erasers. Why? I had a margarita at lunch. I've watched this dozens and dozens of times where she just goes, well, you know what? All the chilies were closed. Comp tickets aren't good anymore, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he said, well, you know, all the chilies have closed up. I'm like, what? I just wanted to watch something kind of calming to get back into work. Am I going to get fired for this? Okay. (laughs) The noise that floppy disk machines make. I really liked when I was a kid the Crayon Factory episode, which is amazing. And so I Googled or YouTube the Crayon Factory one, and then this eraser one came up, and it's also amazing. Herbal Essences, the one with Dr. Ruth I was looking for, where she goes, if you like that, then try the body wash. If you think that's great, try the body wash. Would you watch it again? Like a million times over. I would watch this before I went to bed every night. The Ricky Lake theme song. And then 
a bunch of cats and then a running duck. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Look at him go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and I guess I was watching what's it like to be in a long distance relationship because I've been in two of them and they both failed. <laughs> Wait, what's this corgi puppy? That's good. Corgi puppy tumbles off bed. It's and it delivers. Peabody. Peabody. Good boy. I watch a lot of weird stuff, don't judge me, but it's for work. I mean, he gives this little look, he turns his head back like he doesn't know what's about to happen to him. He tumbled off the bed. I mean, no, there's no spoiler, it's right in the title. It's delightful. So we have the author Neil Strauss with us uh, today, and Neil has just published a book called The Truth, which is about relationships, and it's great, and I recommend it. Um, I read it. I loved it. Hi, Neil. Hey. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. Sure. You also, about 10 years ago, wrote a book about the world of pickup artists called The Game, and it's an immensely popular book. And what are the techniques in it that you saw um, the pickup artists do and, like, is a sort of classic pickup artist move is a thing called the the cube. And so we have asked you to do the cube on uh, our producer, Meg Kramer, who has no idea what the cube is. All right, Katie. Sounds good. Hey, uh, it's nice to meet you. I'm Meg. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice to meet you, Meg. <laughs> I have no idea what this is going to be like, and I'm feeling a little bit nervous because Everyone, uh, th there's been a lot of talk about the cube leading up to this moment, and I didn't Google it all day, and I have no idea what it is. Wow, you did not Google it all day. Look at you. Look at look at look at how strong you are so with your Google much, resistance. So much restraint. Right, all that information at your fingertips, and you did not take advantage of I'm it. I'm saving it for this moment. Great. So yeah, you can't. So, quick warning to those who are listening: you only get one chance to do the cube. <laughs> Once you know the interpretation of the cube you can never sort of do it purely again. So if you're gonna, so tr if you want to enjoy it, go along with us while we're doing it. Try to make the pictures uh, that I'm gonna ask in your, in your head, and then you can kind of interpret your own. So it'll make it more fun. Just don't close your eyes if you're driving. And okay. by the way, one other disclaimer before we start. There is a book actually called The Cube about this. My version of The Cube is different. That's Are there like, different like cube, schools of cube? Like they're... <laughs> yeah. This is the true cube. I'm so ready. Okay. All right, so cool. Just imagine like an all white space. And again, whatever way you imagine best. And cool. In that space, you're going to imagine a cube. Okay. And uh, is a cube large or small? It's medium-sized. Medium-sized. Yeah. Then, uh, is it on the ground or floating? Floating. It's floating. Are you facing like a flat side or a corner? Uh, like, a, like a flat side and then just a little bit of the other side. So sort of a sort of a corner. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. And is it? Uh, can you see through it or no. or it's solid? Yeah. Any other things like any color or anything else that describes it? It's white. Cool, a white cube. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, we're going to add to the picture now a ladder. Okay. And where's the ladder in the picture? The ladder is propped up against one side of the cube. One side of the cube. Is yeah. it going like above the cube, below the cube, in the middle? Yeah, it's sort of like the middle of the ladder is propped up against the edge of the cube, and then if you kept climbing the ladder. You'd, you'd get up to not quite the ceiling, but like pretty far above the cube. Great. Okay, cool. Interesting. All right. And uh, if you wanted to climb all the way above to the top of it, easy or hard? Easy. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Add. See, it's not that hard, right? Easy. No, it's this fun. is easy. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, everyone, who doesn't like to talk about, like, just imagine shit? It's, it's easier in a conversation, actually. You can see why it works because, like, if I was just talking to you 
like about what do you do for work? It's just boring. This is interesting. Oh, that is the worst question. Yeah, it's the worst question. Uh, okay, add to the picture now some flowers. Okay. And uh, where do you see them? They're on the floor. On the floor, in one spot all over the place? Covering the whole floor. Oh, cool. And uh, one kind, different kinds? Different kinds. Yeah, they're like wide, almost the size of your palm. Mm-hmm. And they're all over the floor and they're different colors, like yellow and purple and pink. And if you bent down, you wouldn't pick them. You would like scoop up the the blossoms. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. I've never heard that. That's cool. Uh, add, a, add a horse now to the picture. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, was that hard to do? Uh, no, but it was funny to imagine the horse in the room with the f- with all the flowers in the cube. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And uh, describe the horse. It's a brown horse. Uh-huh. It takes up most of the room. Uh-huh. And it's, it's like pretty chill. It's like standing there and it's uh, it's chewing on some flowers. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Is it a wild horse? Could you ride it, or is it a tame horse? No, it's a tame horse. Right. It's very tame. It's like the kind of horse that, like, kids ride at birthday parties. Cool. So the personality of the horse, a couple words. Docile, sweet, a little, a little raggedy because it's been <laughs> ridden by so many kids, right. so many birthday parties. Right. Right. Awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to get to this one. <laughs> oh no, what's going to happen? Katie's like cracking up in the background. <laughs> what are you going to do to the horse? The horse is sweet. Love the horse. Oh no. Uh, we're going to arrest the horse. <laughs> um, one last thing to the picture and forget everything I just said. Okay. Um, uh, oh, just add a storm to the picture. Okay. Uh, gentle or violent storm? Violent. Cool. And where's it? Tell me about it. Uh, they're, like all the clouds are in the room. And they're up by the ceiling, and there's like a, it's like a lightning storm in the room. Got it. And it's mm-hmm. messing stuff up or just really violent? Just like really violent, like pretty windy. All the flowers are blowing around. The horse looks a little panicked, you know. Great. Awesome. Perfect. It's interesting, though, by the way, that it was easier for you to imagine a storm in a room than a horse because a storm would be less logical, maybe. Yeah, uh, but not as funny. But not as funny. Got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Uh, cool. You want to know what it all means? What? Um, I got to remember now. <laughs> so, okay, we'll start with the cubes. The cube is the way you see yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like if someone has a really small cube, it's really low self-esteem. Maybe in a really big cube, they're really arrogant. So yours is nice and medium. Mm-hmm. So feel good about that. Because sometimes, by the way, you'll see someone really overly confident, but they have a tiny cube, uh-huh. which kind of says that what the compensation. What happens when someone's cube, like, takes up the whole room and there isn't enough room for the horse after the after the cube is in there? I'll get, when we get to the horse... Yeah. We'll explain it because that would totally make sense. Okay. Um, and everyone, by the way, everyone's is different. It's really cool. So, so healthy, medium, nice, healthy, medium self-esteem. Uh-huh. Uh, so people whose cube is on the ground are very practical day-to-day people. In the air is, you know, a little less scheduled, a little more, uh, you know, artistic. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice thing. And uh, if you, if it's solid, like that means you're not, so it's interesting because it's white, but you can't see through it and it's solid. So it kind of means like, you seem very open. There's a part of you that's kind of closed or kind of not doesn't show everything. So you mm-hmm. kind of seem like it's on your sleeve, but you're not really showing everything. Um, and on top of that, what's interesting is the cubes with the corner are like the visionary cubes. Um, so you see a little bit of a corner, so there's a little bit of the visionary. What's side. that about? Like a visionary is someone who like thinks outside the box. Yeah, but what does it have to do with the corner of the cube? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you're I'll, just you're just executing the cube. I'm, you're I'm, not. No, I'm giving. I'm giving. Well, what I, what I mean is, I don't know the reason for these interpretations. Okay. But these are sort of the interpretations of how of how it works. Mm-hmm. And in the book, and again, I don't know how they quite figured this out. They're like, well, Picasso's cube was 
a corner or something like that. But I'm like, who, who cubed Picasso? Oh, I don't know. Picasso's done this too? I, I don't know. I don't know how they know that in the book. Oh, so, it's legit. Yes, I don't, yes. And, and by the way, I've done and I've done all those other personality exercises that are that are like you're going through a forest, you see a bear, you see a lake. This is the only one that I really find to be pretty pretty good. Uh-huh. We'll find out afterwards. So uh, the latter are ambitions in life. So so your ladder is like against your cube, which means part of what you do is tied to your sense of who you are. But the fact that it goes above your cube means like you're very ambitious. Oh, this feels so real to me. <laughs> it's wild, right? It's yeah. pretty interesting. But you feel like you can do it. I think you said you could climb the ladder, right? Mm-hmm. And you feel like you can do it. Mm-hmm. Be easy. Yeah, great. It's awesome. Where are we getting to the weird part about the horse? Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there just after the flowers, <laughs> which the horse was eating. So the flowers are like your friends and loved ones. <laughs> 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 and so it's nice there are a lot of them uh-huh. and uh, and I think like I liked like it, what I hadn't heard before like oh I can just kind of scoop down there, there are a lot of them and they're all beautiful and different I think you said right mm-hmm. is that it mm-hmm. uh, the different colors yeah they're and, all yeah mm-hmm. they're also all your friends are kind of like different types of people <laughs> so let's get to the horse oh no <laughs> the horse is your your ideal mate <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <Yeah>. Oh no. <laughs> it's just a the the kind of the kind of mate that the children might ride at a birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> Has been ridden by a lot of kids. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I know we're like that. That's definitely what I've never heard. Oh. Yeah. So the so the horse uh is not like necessarily someone like you're dating. It's not that person. It's mm-hmm. sort of like your subconscious is ideal. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean the person that's is like this. But it's, so I'm not characterizing my boyfriend. Right, you're not characterizing I'm your boyfriend. Yeah. Characterizing my dream boyfriend. Yes, yes, your dream boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <That's, laughs> exactly. It's pretty bad either way you slice it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. First of all, he's filling the whole room. So maybe when you're in a relationship, that person's very, very important in your life. Mm-hmm. Like he's filling the whole room. You said. Then the next thing was, but he's also very gentle and sweet and docile. So you want someone who's gentle and sweet and docile well why do you why do you do that oh let me ask you just uh, how accurate do you think it was on a scale of 1 to 10 for you maybe like a 7 like a 7 yeah cool awesome yeah yeah it's not bad right yeah what what, what wasn't what felt off to you I don't think the (laughs) sounds like a cop out but I don't think the horse describes my ideal mate right uh, as well maybe it does I don't know maybe it's like an 8 it's an eight. We've got yeah. it up to the great. <laughs> that, no, that's all. That's that's. But so so so, it's just. I like. It's just a fun way to get to know who somebody is, and it's a fun uh-huh. conversation. I love these. But I love these personality tests because you find out things about yourself. What did you learn about yourself from the cube? Well, I, I got. I can't remember mine. I can't remember mine, and now it's like kind of ruined. So I hope people out there did it because now it's kind of ruined for you. Now that you, if you know the answers, now it's like kind of ruined. Yeah. So so I hope you did the cube along this way, and then you can just email Katie and she'll. She'll interpret your cube for you, um, but yeah. But it's, I think it's just a fun way to get to know everybody, and it's also a fun conversation. Like, yeah. the time kind of flew by. I don't even know if the podcast is probably over. Everybody's asleep in bed by now. Who knows? No, I was nervous, and it wasn't that bad. You know, it wasn't that bad. No. Like, and again, like even though I'm like married now, I remember like if you're meeting somebody online or on Tinder or something, instead of doing all the awkward small talk, you can just like say, you know what, I just learned this interesting thing and go right into it. And then now, like again, we just met, but we're kind of laughing and enjoying mm-hmm. it and like the 20 minutes passed, but like nothing or whatever it was. Do you ever, do you ever like really piss somebody off with the cube? Does anybody ever reject that analysis of themselves? Oh, and but it's fine. You, you're not attached. If you're like, that was a one, I'd be like, we still had fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. even if you said it was a one, it was still a fun conversation and it was enjoyable. Foolproof. Right? Yeah. So the thing is like people get in this thing of like, it's about being right. 
And like, it's not about being right. It's just like, oh, you're enjoying an interaction with someone. Up next is a segment we like to call 15 Second Fan Fiction, where we get two characters or people or things, and they're forced to interact in a place for 15 seconds, and we try to come up with the worst fan fiction possible about those two things. So, okay, Katie, I got, uh, we're gonna put 15 seconds to the clock, and I'm gonna give you um, Hello Kitty, but not the cartoon character of Hello Kitty, the man that in the Hello Kitty suit from the like real life in-store Hello Kitty like okay. appearances. So yeah. it's a giant okay. stuffed Hello Kitty. Yes. And it is in 1970s Coney Island, like from the Warriors. Okay. okay. And it is riding the Q train with a very old Adolf Hitler who's been living in Brooklyn for the last 30 years. Okay. Okay. All right. You ready? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Ted sweated nervously inside his mascot suit. He wasn't (laughs) sure if he was at the right stop or not. He wanted to ask for directions, but the only person there was an old man who looked strangely like, is that Hitler? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, problem. (laughs) I can't wait to see how that one finishes. (laughs) Katie, your turn. You got to give me... Give me a good one here. Uh, I want to I wanna take our listeners on a journey. Okay, okay. Ray Romano. Okay, yep. Tila Tequila. <laughs> okay. And it's set, like, you know, uh, in normal uh, present-day Los Angeles, but the key element is there is a hoverboard. Okay. Three, two, one. Ray Romano hoverboarded into the bedroom of the large Los Angeles mansion that he was sharing with the other cast members of Big Brother. And he saw Tila Tequila stretched out on the bed, and he looked down and he said, Is that a nipple? <laughs> and then Tila Tequila explained that all of the world's politicians are actually lizards wearing skin suits. <laughs> <laughs> nipple! I'm Ray Romano. <laughs> so wait, so the, the word prompt for Ray Romano impressions is nipple? Yes, my friend Jim once told me that if you need to do a Ray Romano impression, just act like you've been caught coming out of the shower <laughs> and say, not my nipple! <laughs> I can do a really good Brad Garrett. Hey, I'll do Brad Garrett and you do Ray Romano. Okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> All right. Not my nipple! <laughs> right, right, everybody likes Ray. Nobody <laughs> likes me. Everybody likes my brother Ray more than me. <laughs> Oh, wow. Nipple. <laughs> Nipple. Your Ray Romano is a lot better than mine. I'm, you know. Thank you. You know what? I'll I'm give you Ray that Romano. one. Uh, you, you're Ray, Ray Romano. Uh, you can have that. You win the Ray Romano competition. I played the elephant in Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, that was disturbing and terrible, and uh, let's do it again next week. Yes. Yes, I can't wait. And then once again, if you uh, would like to flesh out any of these uh, writing prompts into full fanfics, please send them to internetexplorer@buzzfeed.com. Or if you want to do your own 15-second fanfiction, record it on like Instagram or you know Twitter or something, and send it to us at iExplore, and we will definitely try to play it on the show. Ryan, thank you again for being my friend, my loyal podcast co-host who sits on an iPad in a foreign land. This this was a special treat. 
this this was a special treat. I feel like I got to know you. I, this was a great episode. You know, we introduced it and said our names. Yeah. And then we did. And then we did it. And then we did the episode. And now it's over. The episode's and over now. It's ending. Thank you to Jenna Weiss Berman for being herself. If Jenna Weiss Berman was a YouTube video, I would make her a 480p freebooted version of Avril Lavigne's girlfriend. Okay. What would Meg Kramer be? Meg Kramer would be a video of Peter the Elephant playing a green piano. Okay. Which, if you if you ever in a bad mood, I think you should definitely search that. It's a great video. Special thanks to Meg for uh, being a uh, a volunteer for the Cube. Right. If Julia Furlan was a YouTube video, she would be a vocals only screamo cover of Owl City's Fireflies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know what Eleanor Kagan would be? Uh, what? She would be that famous video of a turtle under a car ejaculating an enormous <laughs> amount of semen. <laughs> you know exactly yeah. that video I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. I recommend to anyone go on YouTube and search turtle ejaculating, and it's you will not sleep. It is horrifying. Katie, if you were a YouTube video, you would be a... 17-year-old candle vlogger uh-huh. attempting to review a, a seasonal Yankee candle and then accidentally vomiting into the candle. <laughs> um, Ryan, if you were a video on YouTube, you would be... I'm trying to think of exactly what you would be. I mean, you would just be the amazing atheist talking about how Anita Sarkeesian <laughs> is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Guys, that's me. if you want that a NSFW treat for yourself and you don't like your life, Google Amazing Atheist uh, Nude, and oh. you will find a set of photographs of this popular atheist vlogger who goes by the Amazing Atheist, who's like the er version of the fedora neckbeard. Right. He has a series of pictures that you can find on Reddit where he is um, nude, and he's sort of doing it like for a camera. He um, pours a bucket of like a gallon of milk on his genitals and then smears chocolate sauce around them and then puts a banana in his butt. What? Why? I, mean, I know Why that doesn't do seem things? like it makes sense, but it's like he made like a banana sundae but with his butt. Julia is telling us to wrap up. She doesn't think that this is fascinating. This is all I want to talk about, Julia. I find it quite fascinating.